Gavin Williamson's resignation teaches us what happens in teams from hell. Tuesday, the 8th of November. Another Westminster politician resigns in disgrace. Gavin Williamson had a controversial political career after working for a double glazing business. That alone would have given plenty of ammunition for political opponents. He might have risen above the taunts of being a double glazing salesman, but he didn't. Maybe it also shaped his career. He became an enforcer of party discipline, appointed by Theresa May, one of the hard bunch known as the Whips. This archaic language may have come from the days that Parliament was familiar with sport of fox hunting, with members of the servant classes whipping the dogs into action. The language persisted, as well as a love for fox hunting in the Tory party. Gavin was ideal material, selected from the servile but ambitious lower classes. As a whip, he brought enthusiasm to his work, and a style suggested he followed Machiavelli's advice on the advantages of a leader becoming hated. His props for the job are illustrated in a photograph of a darkly brooding Williamson with a whip on display more suited for human punishment than other sports. Missing was another part of his brand, a pet tarantula which he kept on his desk. Better but no subtler than a loaded revolver. Among the accusations arising today, there are documented and undocumented ones of severe bullying. It is easy to assume that with such a start in life, he had not acquired most political friends as he elbowed his way into a political career. He was appointed Defence Secretary by Theresa May, but then removed for leaking sensitive information a charge he denied. Boris Johnson appointed him Education Secretary in a period of chaos over examination grading during the Covid pandemic. During the period, he told a newspaper he had held a meeting with Marcus Rashford when the government was resisting the footballers' campaign to extend free meals. Gavin had, in fact, been talking to another black footballer. Now he returns to the backbench obscurity, but is granted an honour, a knighthood, unkindly assumed to be in return for dark secrets obtained earlier. He returned to government with Rishi Sunak as new Prime Minister only two weeks ago. His new post had vaguely defined responsibilities as a minister without portfolio. I read this as a euphemism for a kind of repeat of his old whip role, maybe without his tarantula. Current revelations include televised accounts and press reports, including threats to a colleague to slit your throat. His resignation is, in his terms, to devote time to dealing with various allegations brought against him. These are the facts of the case, my lord. I'd like to widen the story by looking at what organisation group theory tells us about the case and what the case tells us about organisation theory. In recent posts and podcasts, I've mentioned teams from hell as a rarely mentioned aspect of theories of team processes. 
this case has some highly specific aspects. Gavin Williamson worked as a member of the top government team, the so-called cabinet. So generalizations to simpler project teams or sports teams have to be treated with much caution. However, at a molecular level, psychologists have found a large number of personal factors which are the atoms of a person's behavior. These can be assembled into a few more general molecules of behavior. In turn, these have produced a wide range of commercial products assisting in the identification of human behaviors and how different types might work well or not in teams. Millions of people are assessed in work in thousands of different ways of varying levels of validation around the world. Even more than in science, we're at a distance from a unified theory. Philosophers seem to be accepting that such a unified theory does not exist. However, back to pragmatics. As the William case emerged, I was already thinking about the likelihood that Rishi Sunak had acquired a team from hell. New thoughts emerge. Works on teams have tended to focus mainly on the positive. Studies have been about in search of excellence, as one bestseller put it. Now, suppose there is a team role considered valuable to a leader, and I'm inclined to call it a Gavin. The Gavin role goes back to agricultural drovers and further. They were the whippers in. I was told they were used to retain order at schools. Now I picture the galley slaves feeling the whip and the pyramid-building teams in ancient Egypt. But the Gavin has to be chosen with care. To recycle a saying I am fond of, we get the leaders we deserve. But maybe leaders get the Gavins they deserve. And of course, more constructively, there may be some useful research into Gavins and how to deal with them.